So, you ready to start a podcast? Well, Spotify for Podcasters is the absolute perfect solution. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters. They make it super easy to record and edit right from your computer. And not only that, it lets you distribute your content everywhere and even earn cash. And the best part, it's absolutely free. You literally have no excuse. So I suggest you go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters and start creating today. There are five stages in a man's life, four stages, four or five stages. The first stage is a baby. A baby cries for attention and love. The second stage is a youth. A youth yearns for attention and love. The third stage is a male. They act out for attention and love. The fourth stage is a grown man. He gives attention and love based on what he has received. Mm. If he is not receiving it, he may not get it. So he'll give it. That's a grown man. That fifth level, that agape level is a mature man. He is attention and love. So he is going to give it whether he receives it or not because he loves. Welcome to Hardly Initiated. It's your host, Tyshawn Jackson, rocking here with my co-host, Ryan Ketchins. Yo, we actually about to break a record. This is the first time we ever had a three-peat yes. on the show. It's a yes. three-peat? It's a three-peat. <laughs> I'm honored. I'm honored. Yes, this, this brother here has been on our show now. I mean, for all sets, every set that we've been in. Yeah. yeah. The old set, for, for my throwbacks, y'all know the all-white set we had. Yeah. The living room set up now to the table. You have made it. Welcome back. We rock in here with a father, a husband, a coach in life, business, relationships. I mean, true renaissance, man. Blessing to be able to sit here with you. We rocking with Coach K, Kendall Thicklin. Welcome back to Harley Initiated. Yo, I'm honored to be here. I didn't realize that. No, now, y'all just. No, no, no. Nah. You're the first person that's been on wow. three times. So watch. Um, the first time we did it, I thought the set was phenomenal. I was like, ooh, this fire. Then the second time, I was like, ooh. <laughs> and now I'm like, ooh. <laughs> so like the levels, like I'm, I'm super proud of y'all and happy for your success. Let's get it. Let's we, go. We taking them frameworks you done gave us. And we applying them. All right. And um, we appreciate you, too, because, uh, I mean, to think about it, you've been rocking with us from the beginning. Yeah. And um, we were some knuckleheads to kind of get it kicked off. Right. I think over the past year and a half, going on two years, we've matured quite a bit. But I just really appreciate you for having the trust that we was going to grow and become what we now shaping out to be. Because, um, you know, it's a lot of people that declined to get on the show in the beginning and still declining us now. But I think you trusting in us, man, that, that really means a lot to us. So I'll keep it 100. Um, it ain't had nothing to do with trust. Like, I know y'all good cats. Y'all good. Y'all are good men. And when you got good character, everything that you do is good. So it's not about the numbers. It's about supporting young men that are doing their thing. And because you got good character, y'all got integrity. We know each other. Like, whenever you call, I'm coming. Longs is now on the Sunday. I get it. I get it. I get <laughs> you feel it. me? <laughs> Listen, with you, um, we, we had to get you on the show because um, I'm not sure if everybody watching, though, but we started a YouTube membership, and uh, we've been having a bunch of people flood and joining the channel. Now, a part of the membership, what we did was a special thing where we want to actually speak to the audience. Mm. And um, after speaking to even my first five or six women, now going on close to that 15, 20 mark, what I found is that women, both women and men, really need help in maintaining 
their relationships. So especially the ones that's been in a relationship for years, five, 10, 15, even 20 plus years. And I'll be real with you. I mean, you, I probably got to tell you this. I'm not equipped. Mm. Tyshawn is not equipped to be counseling nobody <laughs> who got babies and been in a 20 year, 15 year relationship. So what they can trust us is identifying the right person for. Yeah. So that's why we brought you to the show today because we really want to educate people and help people who are looking to maintain healthy relationships. Define maintain. So that's a good question. So the biggest part of it is continuing the commitment, the same commitment level mm-hmm. with monogamy is included in that. Uh, but also uh, very important, still maintaining or having a level of personal satisfaction and fulfillment and feeling the love is being reciprocated from their from their partner. How often do you get a haircut? Every week. How often do you get a haircut? Or shave. How often do you, you shave? You know, we bald. We bald. It's, yeah, like every, it's like every two days over here, brother. All right, well, I do mine's like every two weeks, depending on what I got going. I shave for the day. Okay. All right. My wife made me shave for the day because she said, every time you walk out this house, you represent me. So make sure that when you go out, you, you, you presentable. But you go get a haircut how often? Every week. Good. So in a relationship, there should be a weekly sync. You know how y'all business partners, y'all do sync meetings? How often? Every week. Week, yeah, yeah, weekly. Most married people don't do sync meetings because they're not connected. So we're talking about maintaining, but we ain't on the same page. Maintenance for some men is like, I need more sex. I need more head. I'm sorry. I need more, <laughs> you know, I need more of that physical love. Maintenance for uh, the wife may be, I need you to spend more time. Real situation. We was just, I was just telling y'all earlier, we was in the DR, right? We did a little couple thing in the DR. And... Um, I asked every couple on a scale from one and three, not two, one and three, how connected are you as a couple? And every couple said one. I'm the only person that said three. My wife said one. We ain't connected. (laughs) Now, I thought we were connected. So the premise of the session was around communication. It was around making sure that we're communicating effectively. If nobody is connected, then when we communicate and the question is, are we actually receiving Mm. what the other person is saying? So in any relationship, you've been together for 18 years, five years, seven years. If you're not doing a weekly connection, a weekly sync, making sure that we on the same page is what I wanted five years ago. The same thing that I want now. Husband, wife is what I want wanted five years ago, the same thing I want now. Like my wife said to me one day, yo, we need to have a conversation. Y'all know that joint be like, all right. You'll never know what's going to happen. And I I promise you, she said, "Um, you're not intimate enough. I don't don't feel intimacy. I'm going to be real. I was like, I don't even know what that means. Mm. I, I need you to show me what that, and she tried to explain it to me. I'm not that bright. Like I, I learned from seeing, from the pictures. I said, I need you to share with me literally what that looks like. She said, you used to hold my hand when we would be walking. She said, you go out of town, I don't hear from you. You used to send me pictures of flowers running that boo gang. I don't get that. She said, you don't spend intimate time with me. You don't watch these TV shows that, that, I, that I don't like with her. So once she told me what that looked like, I was like, wow, I'm going about my daily business. I'm doing what I normally do. I'm checking on it. How you doing? I'm, you know, we smashing and grabbing. We just doing the daily thing. So I said, I didn't know that you, you felt like I wasn't intimate. She was like, yeah. And then I said, look, if we never talked about it during this time, when would you have told me? 
And she said, I don't know when it would have came up. Now watch. When we don't communicate, it creates a gap. Mm. So watch this. From the time Tyshawn is supposed to say something to the time Tyshawn actually says something, everything in between here is what? A gap. And everything happens in the gap. People get divorced in the gap. Mm. Other chicks and other dudes enter the equation in the gap. Facts. People get information misconstrued in the gap. Every relationship, every couple, your number one priority is to close your gaps. So if you mention that, how are we going to maintain? Right. That's a gap. So the first thing we have to do is identify what maintenance looks like for her and what it looks like for him. And then we got to get on the same page. That's the start. So in that weekly, just if you can kind of real quickly give me three or four questions in that weekly sync meeting they should be asking so they know how to run it and they're not in there wasting time because yeah. I don't even know if people know how to talk to each other or what to ask <laughs> right, to even right, gain right. clarity. So what should, it, what should it look like? It's organic, bro. Like, I don't, like, we don't sit down and say, all right, like y'all do, we're going to do a weekly sync and you have an agenda. Right. You're right. What I do is every, once a week, every Friday in the morning, we have coffee together. During that coffee time, ain't no phone, ain't no nothing. The conversation is about us the relationship, what we need from and for each other. Are there any gaps? We'll have a, you know, a connection call. Are, you, are we connected? Do we need to, like, where are we at? What do you need to say to me? Like, those things. Then after that, we talking about finances, we talking about the business, we talking about things like that. You want to do your best to make it organic. But if you need to start with an agenda, now here's what you don't do. You don't be like, a dude, you don't be like, all right, let me put this. You ain't giving me no head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't want to do that. You don't want to be like, we ain't having enough sex. We ain't, you know, you want to you want to ask first, what do you need from me? And then once you give her what she needs, she's going to reciprocate. Mm. It's funny that you say that because uh, I think I told you about this a few years ago. I was actually dating a young lady, and it she, funny ass story. Yeah, she talked about how we never like had conversations about what was going on in our relationship. So I actually had the bright idea. I literally took the same agenda that me and Ty were using <laughs> in our meeting, and I brought it to the relationship. Bruh. And she, you, you want to talk about somebody who was? I mean completely dissatisfied with that idea it was like all of a sudden because i was but this thing no no no, I was no. You, you gotta you gotta add this he even had he was using the scorecard score so like number of sex <laughs> we hit our sex goal this week <laughs> well because, because this thing because i was so upset that i was underperforming in this area so i said you know what i'm about to be the, the best boyfriend. I'm about to be turned up. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm a really great business person. So let me take these same business principles and apply them. But when I applied them exactly the same, it became this really unattractive thing. And I could see that me taking her through this process, it, it just, because it, her thing was, um, it didn't seem genuine. And I'm like, how more genuine? Than, I'm really working hard on this. You check the box. Exactly. And nobody wants you to check the box. Now you want to make, you want to, my wife said it to me one day, I did something sweet. I'm talking about it was sweet. I don't remember exactly what it was. And I thought I did, like, I patted myself on the back. And after I did it, she was like, thanks. I didn't get that response. And, I, and she said, did you just check the box? <laughs> and I was like, what you mean? Like, I'm talking about it was genuine. And I, she was like, you know, we talked about it. And I just feel like you just checked the box. Like, you just went check. So I said, what if I did? Was it something that you wanted? She said, yeah. So whether I checked the box or it was genuine doesn't matter. Mm. And she said, yes. 
And she said, I want it to be authentic and organic. And you know what I said? The way that I'm built, it doesn't come to me first nature. So I need you to help me make it authentic and organic. So if you can just ride with me while I'm checking this box, it will become organic and authentic because I'm going to do it because I love you and I want to give you what you need. You know, that's so I like funny that. because I like see the way I said it, though. Yeah, you heard different. the voice. Yeah. Did you, you hear, yeah, yeah. It got to come with all of that with women because it's even, a package. Here's, a, yeah. here's what's so funny. With my mom just the other day, she was talking about how I don't see her often. Right. And I talked about, you know, and I said, and I don't know why I even said this. I said, Ma, you're right, man. I, I just have not, I just have not been putting you on my calendar. Ooh. Because in my mind, I do what I schedule. Yeah. So, so what I thought by that was I put all important things on my calendar and I haven't been scheduling my I met that with the purest intention. Right. Yeah. Purely my, she's not important. Well, my mom <laughs> Exactly. That's what she said. No, first of all, <laughs> even if my mom finds out that I've been seeing her only because it's on my calendar, like oh, even that alone. Checking the box. I'm checking the yeah. box. Women want to feel yeah. like you just are doing these things from your heart. Right. They don't want anything to feel mechanical or methodical right, or right, right. this is just some activity <laughs> at 9 p.m. that you that you had to do today. Right. And I think as men, because of how we think, we can miss that sometimes. Yeah. And I think that's also how we can lose that organic thing that we started with. And we can kind of dwindle off and kind of lose that connection over time. And, and, and I, that's what I want to Losing the connection is normal. It's, it's like that's natural. Mm. Like it is a natural thing for a light bulb to go out. After it's been on for so many times, it, it blows. It's natural for um, Apple to send you an update uh, to your iPhone so that right. it can do some bug fixes and all that. Any relationship, even with y'all, like partner, business partners, you get disconnected. Y'all don't be on the same page, especially if you don't have a sync meeting and y'all hang out. You're like you're truly connected. The challenge for us is when it comes to the relationships like with mom and when we talked about checking the box is because we don't know intimacy one on one. Like we in a relationship for different reasons than the people we in relationships with. That's a fact. Like if we could just be honest. Right. So. I'm married. I've been married for 12 years. You see how I went up and thought about that for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I've been married for 12 years, right? So my wife asked me last week, when we was in the DR, she was like, so when is our wedding day? I was like, yo, stop playing. Like, don't, don't do me like that. I'm the one that set the date. So I know when we was, and I tried to say it like, yo, don't play with me like that. And then I changed, it, changed the subject. I really couldn't remember when we got married. Right? <laughs> and she pressed it and she pressed it. And I said, it's on the 27th. And she said, and I was like, yeah, see, I, I told you, don't play with me like that. Um, I still don't know if it was right or wrong. She never said anything. <laughs> but what, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is I'm in the relationship to fulfill her needs or to check the box or to do the things that I need to do. Go provide, go make money. Every now and then what I want, I want my clothes washed, folded and put up. I want to be able to eat. Those are the, I want to I want to smash and grab when I want to smash and grab. I'm not emotionally connected to it. She's emotionally invested and connected. And because she's emotionally invested and connected, her vision of being connected looks different than mine. It's so crazy mm. that you said that, that, you know, that's a part of the natural process of relationship, losing connection. Because I'm talking to one of our members. She's been in, you know, I won't say her name, but she's been married for 20 years. And she talked about how this disconnect this this lack of connection has happened 
a few times before. So that's how I know I know I'm not qualified. Because in my mind, I'm like, oh, this happened. This happened two, three times. I'm like, yeah. this, I'm thinking in my mind, oh, this is no good dude. I'm not considering that it's a long over the span of a long relationship. And so my question for you is because I need to really get this in my mind. Like I, I personally need to really understand this. What is the benefit of staying connected in a relationship? It keeps the communication open. When we got challenges, we got problems, we got disagreements, instead of us arguing, we can communicate and get results. Mm. Like we was just in the DR and we got connected, right? And I used um, a framework that I put together to get people connected. Once it got connected, issues started coming up. Me and my wife had an issue, the other couples had issues, and we did what I call a catch and release. Back to back, you sit in a chair, you got three minutes to say, to, to release, and the other person can only catch, can't say nothing. Ooh. Then three minutes, and it's gotta be time, because you know somebody gonna go off on a tangent. <laughs> right, right, then right. the other person has three minutes to release, and all you gotta do is catch. Now the benefit for, for those of us that like to run our mouths, me, Tyshawn. Me you, too. Me you too. too? Okay. Yeah. I know me and Tyshawn. <laughs> it forces us to actually listen and not listen to respond. I'm talking about you can't talk about it at all. At all. And then one, and with the other person that may not like to speak, they may be more introverted. So their energy is internal. It forces them to get out. It helps them to get out what's on their mind without feeling like I don't want the conflict or the BS that comes with it. When you do that, one I, this this is true. Couple did it. They had an issue. They both did. We did the catch and release and found out they both were on the same page with the issue. Mm. But because they never closed the gap, there was a gap. They wasn't communicating. And after they were done, they were like, oh, shit. You mean <laughs> to tell me that we both don't didn't want this? Exactly. But because they were able to communicate because we first got connected. Mm. When we ain't connected, it's like I'm on one. I'm on one and three. You on two and four. I ain't really trying to hear what you say. You arguing and saying, like, when we argue, we arguing to win. When they argue, they're arguing to get attention. They saying the things that they say and doing the things that they do because they want to get attention. And we're trying to win a fight. And so if we're not connected, we I call it you hustling backwards in your relationship. Because there is no end goal. There is no result. In business, you're trying to make money. But in your relationship, what you're trying to do? Mm. What is the common goal? Y'all common goal is make money. So we have something common. In the relationship, that goal can change. And if you don't do weekly syncs and you got weekly, weekly meetings and y'all got goals, you got targets, you got objectives as a couple when it comes to the relationship, when it comes to the kids, when it comes to the money, when it comes to the crib, when it comes to everything. Like who's running the outside of the house and who's running the inside? True story. So I, uh, when we did our catch and release, um, I said to my wife, yo, these are some of the things that I really want from you. And I said, like, I don't, you don't cook enough. I want you to cook a little more. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. she, and she couldn't say nothing. And I said, I love and I appreciate that you wash the clothes and I appreciate that you fold them. But what pisses me off is you take my damn clothes and you put them on the bed and want me to put them up. And I can't get in the bed until I put the clothes up. <laughs> so I said, can you put them up? Then the other thing I said is, I'm out here, I'm trying to do what I need to do for the business. I need you to make sure to keep all any drama away from me. And she was like, I could do that. You know what she said? I need you to spend more time with me. Mm. I need you to be more intimate with me. And I just said, show me how that looks. And then 
I'm asking you to help me do it because my focus right now is somewhere else. And while I want to give you everything that I got, I'm going to need you to help me do it. And at first she was like, well, I got to help you because you, and I said, I'm communicating that I need help. I can't guarantee that I'm going to do it right. We were able to communicate because we got connected. We couldn't have that conversation if we was beefing, mm. but we closed the gap. So that, that maintenance cycle and that challenge that couples have, first you got to identify where are our gaps. I so, like that. I like that. Um, Tashan got something. Tashan got that. Got, like, I do, man. Because I mean, as I'm just listening to you, I, I'm I'm hearing it's these words that these that women use regularly. What are they? I'm not happy. Happy. Mm. <laughs> I don't feel loved. Intimate. I need intimacy. intimacy. Yeah. But you made a good point even before we started this conversation. Like the word love, different people will define it differently, and I imagine. These other words, too, there's these buzzwords we use in relationships mm -hmm. that not only do we probably not even know, we assume in what we think we mean when we say this, but the words might even change over time. The meanings change. Yep. The, the meanings yep. of the word may change over time. So when you're talking about intimacy now, it was, you know, watching TV, doing these different things. And I wanted to ask, like, has that happened for you? Like, your definition of intimacy and love, have you seen those things evolve from when y'all first got into relationship to where it is now? Bro, let me tell you something. I still don't know what the hell intimacy means for my wife. Like I asked her to give me a picture, but that picture changed from when we met. When we met, she told me I used to hold her hand and do all of those things. And I was like, okay. She said, but you stop. I said, because the, the dynamic of our relationship shifted. We own our own business now. I was broke then. Mm. You was working then. Now you don't work. Now I got all of X, Y, and Z on my shoulder. Right now I'm a CEO of something much bigger than before. I ain't had no driver's license then. So I had to sit in the passenger seat with you. Mm. <laughs> so things change and here's what happened. You didn't communicate that the intimacy on my end changed. That gap happened. So I'm going to be real. I still don't know. I, bruh, I don't know what the hell intimacy mean for her, somebody else. I just know my wife need me to hold her hand. I don't want to hear the buzzwords. Like I literally told her, like, I'm going to say it like that. I literally said, yo, show me what you want me to do. I don't care about intimacy and love because we talked about it earlier. Like love, love is an action word. It's literally a verb. When you connect it to emotions and feelings, it loses the power. You know you love, your mama know you love her when you put her on the calendar and you pick up the phone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Not when you be like, I love your mama. Mm. No, she like, hey, where you at? Why I don't see you? Why I ain't on the calendar? My wife knows I love her when I hold her hand, when I show her that I love her. So I put her on the front of the phone. You know, I love you. Because mm -hmm. now when I feel like something ain't going right, every time I look at the front of this phone, I put the smile up there too, the one that I like, <laughs> because it reminds me that I'm responsible for her feelings and what she wants in this relationship. Mm. It's a reminder. And that's what I signed up for. When I, like, we got married. I, I promise you, I don't remember everything I said. I was drinking. I was drunk. When, that was when I used to drink. I was drunk. And all I remember is I made a commitment. I was in covenant. Right. Or a contract, whatever you want to say. But I don't remember all that other stuff. Like, all I know is every time when I ain't have nothing, when I was when I fell, she had me covered. When I was falling, she picked me up. When I ain't have no money, she had money. 
when, when I would trick off money for other businesses and stuff, she made sure we had a roof over our head. So right now, today, whatever she wants, whatever she needs, she gets because I love her. It ain't, it, it ain't sex. When the, t- when the sex is good, you know what I say? Yo, that was, that was fire. Mm. That smash and grab was lit. I don't be like, oh, I love you. <laughs> nah, that was a feeling. The love is, it's what they say in the book. It's agape. It's levels. The level of love that is agape, that is not connected to emotions or feelings, says it's the stages of a man, right? Watch this. There are five stages in a man's life, four stages, four or five stages. The first stage is a baby. A baby cries for attention and love. The second stage is a youth. A youth yearns for attention and love. The third stage is a male. They act out for attention and love. The fourth stage is a grown man. He gives attention and love based on what he has received. Mm. If he is not receiving it, he may not get it. So he'll give it. That's a grown man. That fifth level, that agape level, is a mature man. He is attention and love. So he is going to give it whether he receives it or not because he loves. Does that make sense? That does make a lot of sense. Yeah. And so we get married and we get in relationships and we in the male stage as, as men. Right. I'm acting the hell out for love. What does that mean? I think love is busting off. Dang, I think love is you giving me something. That ain't love. Mm. Love is we in a relationship. And if I say I love you, actions and activity got to come with that. So if, you're, if, the, if the, the person that you were talking about, the maintenance is not being met and they're having problems in a 20-year relationship, you have to ask the question, do, are we on the same page? Where's the gap? And do we really love each other? And then, bro, what level, what, what stage of manhood are you in? I think, uh, I think you hit mm. the nail on the head with that one because I remember when we had the 50-50 conversation, which went, went viral about man paying the bills. That was one thing. Now, I'm speaking to these women, and the reality of the situation is as much as they would like the man to pay the bills, the women are both working and also expected to come home and handle the domestic role, the domestic support. So my question is, I know, you know there's levels of emotional support, like you talked about affection and all of those things, but... When a woman is not getting what she needs, how can she incentivize or convince or get her partner to truly understand that is a dire need and that he needs to take action before it leads to something irreconcilable? So let's go back and forth. Here's the woman. Ryan, I'm not getting what I need. What does Ryan say? What do you need? She tells him. They, they go off about their business. 30 days go by. Ryan, I'm still not getting what I need. What do you need? <laughs> or you're going to say, well, I did what you said okay. before. And then she's like, well, you ain't. What's the gap? She did not communicate effectively what the need really was. Or he, he did, did not, not fulfill. He did not accept or understand what she said. Mm. Now, in either case, if she didn't communicate it, the right way so that he can connect with it. Remember I said to my wife, yo, I need you to show me what that means. Right. Early on in our relationship, I would just be like, all right. All right. And, be, and do your version of it. 
Exactly. Got like, it. Like, yo, I just, I called you yesterday. I sent you a text message. I held your hand when we walked out. I opened the door. Like, mm-mm. But because we're not communicating, we're not connected. We talking, but we ain't saying shit. We're not communicating effectively. So she telling you what she need, but you don't understand. And, and you know you don't understand, but you're not asking to draw pictures for me. But see, the worst, the worst situation with this one is, I think the real situation with this specific person was there was even no attempt by yeah. the man. So why, even, unless un, unless ooh, the only good. attempts came when... A breakup was was in the air. What stage man is he? That sounds like a male. Yeah, he's a male. He acting out. And watch this: when she creates separation, he goes back to let me do something to get her attention. Yes. So how do you handle a situation like that, ladies? That's what they want to know. If you want attention, what do you do? Create separation. Mm. See, when you when you met that dude, he was chasing you. He was hunting. He was trying to gather. He was trying to gain. He was trying to get in your drawers. You gave him the drawers. You had sex with him. You got married to him. And then you made it. He ain't got to hunt no more. So when you're going through these things and you're trying to communicate and he's just ignoring you, when you create that separation, he now feels like he got to hunt to get you back. Mm. Stay separated. Make him earn. I told a young lady the other day, she called me, bro. I promise you. Now, I never be like, yo, you need to leave him or cut him or whatever. <laughs> but based on what happened, I was like, yeah, he got to go. Wow. I don't, I don't like no man that don't take care of his family. Your wife, your kids, I don't care what's going on. When me and my ex went our separate ways, I left the crib, left her there with the kids, and I still paid the bills. So when a dude is not taking care of his family, you don't be like, oh, he be like, yo, I'm going um, to do better. And he come back. No, no, no. I need you to show me first. Like, you got to earn this. And once women start getting into the mindset of saying, I'm not giving you mm. Hunt. I want to say it the way I want to say it so bad. <laughs> nah, speak Bruh, your mind. I'm not giving you shit. You a man, come get it. Mm. And show me you want it. You want me to negligee and show you mm -hmm. and do this and do... Nah. I ain't do that when you met me. You chased. If I ain't respond to your text in a few minutes, you like... You used to do temperature checks. You don't do the temperature checks. See, you, she has made it so easy, and I ain't got to do nothing to get what I want. Forget sex. We marry. You want more attention? You want me to be more intimate? You either have to disconnect and, and share with me and let me know what you want, and then watch me come and do it. Now, if I'm not doing it, disconnect again. Now, that disconnection, because it's a big thing we talked about, does that include withholding sex? I don't recommend you withhold anything. Okay. I don't think you need to withhold sex. But watch this. Let's just keep it real. We've all been here. <laughs> you done had beef with your girl. And y'all had sex, but it just wasn't together sex. Yep. She let you bust off. Mm. We've been there. Can we be? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. How'd you feel left? Shame. <laughs> Tashawn's a little different. See, Tashawn, he'll play up a Yeah. For me, I felt like damn, I'd bust off, but I ain't, that wasn't, that it was right. empty. And watch what you say. Yo, what's wrong? Mm. What's going, you all right? Yeah. And then you get this. Yeah, I'm good. Then you start wondering. That hurts, actually, yeah. yeah. Withhold, there's no power in withholding. There's power in making me feel like shit. Wow. Like You're with, telling these women to make the dude feel like shit. If you, if, 
if you are not getting the things that you want and need after you have done everything that you can to communicate, because, you know, we hard headed. Oh, I'll be honest, bro. Like the, the these women, they've commun like all the options. They've went all the way down, yeah. and now they at the point where it's like stay a go exactly. Yeah. So watch this. In every relationship, it how many people make a relationship? Two, two, minimum yeah. of two, mm-hmm. right? I can't be in a relationship and it's just me trying to make a relationship. Mm-hmm. So if I'm in a relationship with you and you ain't putting no energy, no effort into the relationship, then why am I going to try to force you to do it? I need you to understand that in order for this to be a relationship, both of us have to work. And if both of us ain't working. So the best disconnect is that like, yo, because I I can imagine there's some ladies watching this and packing their shit right now. (laughs) Watch this. In some cases, depend every situation. And this is the thing. We talk in general, but every relationship is different. Mm. Maybe for me and my relationship, for my wife, all she got to do is get quiet because I'm going to be like, what's wrong? What's going on? Mm. Right. For some people, it might be um, lack of emotion during sex. Maybe you stop cooking. Every relationship is different, but every woman knows how to get her dude's attention. Um. Really, all you want to do is get his attention and let him know that you're not just going to keep getting what you think you want. And I ain't getting what I want. It's a relationship. We're not relating. You getting what you want. You cool. I'm not. I need more. If you don't want to give it to me, the window can be cracked. The door can be open. Or I can get your attention and let you know, here's an opportunity for you to do something different. Now, you know, we hard headed. Right. And when we talked earlier, it was like, all right, ladies, don't send a clip of a hardly initiated podcast to your dude talking about, you need to do what this dude said. As men, we got egos like, and they don't know what he's talking about. Right. Why, why are you sending me? Th- I did it. Why are you sending me this? We take it why you can't tell me this yourself? Mm. But what you do need to do is do your best to communicate with your dude what you need and what you want and give him every opportunity to make an adjustment. If he ain't making an adjustment, then you got to get his attention. And you know how to get his attention. What your mama do when she need to get your attention? Oh, man. Mine's cooked. Yeah, 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 yeah. My mom, first of all, no, no, no. My mom, to get my she attention, she's going to you out. Yeah, she's going to call me and be like, and yo. She's going to tell me exactly how she feels. <laughs> that is how my mom is going to get my attention all day long. Yeah. And every, it's different for everybody. Yeah. Because she know I don't want to hear that. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting that you, you kind of break it down like this. Because in my mind, I'm thinking that a woman just making these moves is her being petty. Right, her being petty, just, just randomly, I'm not gonna wash his clothes, or I'm not. That might be a petty act, but it, it does make sense. And please use wisely, ladies, because it seems like this is for women who have probably used other uh, communicative efforts first on the yeah, front end. It is petty though, Tyshawn. But what's wrong with the pen being petty when you're being because petty I, for a reason? Mm. Yes, and at the right point in time exactly. when you've tried yeah. the other oh, options yeah, yeah, first. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just don't want the ladies that just don't go here first. But that's the thing. These men are not accepting responsibility for what's going on. These men are not actively seeking help on their own. They're not accepting the invitations to therapy to have a conversation with their women. And in a lot of cases, they're not providing the emotional support and the protection. So, for example, it may be other men 
involved somehow that's being inappropriate with your woman. Mm -hmm. Or it may be some problems that your woman is having at work that you don't want to talk to her about. So the women are in desperate situations before they result to this level of pettiness, for sure. And so, you've, you've neglected your masculine duty at that point. Exactly. Yeah, and we that's, that's another, the book, right? That's another thing. But watch this. When you say somebody is, another, your dude, one of your guys is inappropriately approaching your girl, mm -hmm. right? Mm. That's a bad one. Now, if, if your, your girl communicates that to you and you don't receive it, she now needs to really say to herself, we are definitely not connected mm. because he is not hearing me. He is not listening to me. He is not feeling me. He is not even taking, like, if, bro, if you my girl and you tell me, yo, your boy just tried to holler at me, and if I be like, stop playing, he didn't, you need to let me go. Because I'm not taking your feelings into consideration at all. And before she actually said that, she probably said, hey, do you have to invite him over? You know, hey, do you have to hang, keep hanging out with him? She would have said a lot of other things to give you the hint. Because if a woman outright tells you that your boy's been disrespectful, yeah. she done tried 10 times before to let you know. And, bro, some cats got, I'm just going to keep it real, some cats are dirty. Mm. They got a few side pieces, um, and we get dirty. And when we get dirty, we neglect the other clothes that we got at the crib. Would you say that neglect at some point could, could actually be a form of abuse? It is abuse. Mm. Because you went into a covenant, or I heard somebody call it a covenant. I'm in covenant now. I'm of the belief that if we're in a covenant and you're neglecting me and I'm telling you you're neglecting me, but you're neglecting me because you're dirty. Like you got side chicks and you ain't man enough to be able to handle all of us. Mm. You know, in some cultures, some religions, some countries, they believe in polygamy. But in Africa and in Islam, if you have, you can have up to seven or nine wives. But each of those wives got to be driving the same bins. If one got a bins, <laughs> all of them got to have a bins. If one of them live in a big house, all of them got to live in a big house. But we smashing extra chicks and we giving her extra time. We spending more money, more time with her. We giving her the attention that she wants. Yeah, yeah. But we neglecting over here. What that says is you can't handle mm -hmm. more than one woman. Mm -hmm. And you either need to separate yourself from the one you in covenant or contract with or suffer the consequences. And I think it's us, bro. Like women, because of the way they built, we're either going to hear how they feel or feel how they feel. And we choose to ignore it or not. And watch this. Ladies, he is always going to do everything that you allow him to do. If you allow us to get away with it, we're going to keep doing it. That's, man, that's very true. If you don't check us and you stop it, if my wife never said to me or said to me, you ain't being intimate and I ain't do nothing about it, but she never came back to it and said it again, I'm getting away with the shit. Let me keep doing it. But if you don't say anything, if you don't check them, if you don't make an ultimatum and it don't have to go to the point where I want a divorce or, or sometimes maybe it does. That's up to you to decide. But everything that you allow me to do and get away with, I'm going to do it. If I ain't got to call you before I go to bed or I ain't got to hug you or whatever, I ain't going to do it. So don't be surprised if you asking me for something that you never hold, held me accountable to before. I'm a male. I'm going to act out when I want attention. Mm. And I think that's the thing. We getting married, but you ain't really marrying a man. Mm. Like once I started to evolve into a mature man, my relationship with my wife had to shift. 
because she married me, I was a male. Then I went into being a grown man. Like, I'm going to love on you and give you everything you got as long as you give me what I want. How does a woman recognize the difference between, I mean, I, that sounds good because, you know, when, when, when a guy looking good, because I think you can even be a male with having your finances together. Oh, ain't got nothing to do with money. Yeah, yeah, well, you, yeah, you could have this level of stability in these areas. You could probably even have a good talk game, yeah. establish some good chemistry, good sex. So how does a woman know the difference between a male and a man? Watch this. Remember I talked about the five stages. Each of the stages do something for attention and love. A male acts out for attention and love. A youth yearns for attention and love. A baby cries for attention and love. A mature man is attention and love. That means he is giving way more than he's receiving because he is that. You know you got a mature man when all he does is give and he supplies your needs. Mm. Anything else, bro, you need to check yourself. And I'm, I promise you, before I became a mature man, I saw a mature man. Mm-hmm. You know, I was with E on the road. My guy. Man. I'm talking I, about, we yeah. was at, like. the second brother to talk about him like that. I'm yeah, corporate. I, I, I heard he was a role model. Bro, let me tell you something. He, phenomenal speaker, but I didn't learn how to speak from E. I learned firsthand the way a mature man. Now, I had the framework then. And it sounded sweet, and I thought I was doing it. And sometimes we can go from stage five back down to stage four, Facts. back up to stage five. Every now and then, we might go down to stage three. But I'm watching him and the way he treats and handles his wife. He'll move unless. Bro, we was in Houston at the Super Bowl. Told me, him, and told. We had the Super Bowl. It was just best. We, 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 did, we left out, went to do a gig. Told was driving, me and E. And we said, all right, let's stop and grab something to eat. So E hit the wife, said, hey, what you want? Nice Super Bowl in Houston. We got the food and we in traffic. I promise you we might have been a block away from the crib. And he started getting the answer. I'm like, yo, you good? Everything good? He's like, yeah, I need to get this to the wife because she hungry. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that was me. I'm like, whoa. Bro, I promise you. He said, told, pull around back to the hotel. I jumped out. He jumped out at the food. He took his Jordans off, climbed the fence. And it wasn't no regular like fence. He climbed, like got over the fence. I handed him the food, put the shoes on. He said, all right, I'll see y'all later. I got to get this upstairs. Wow. It took my mature stage five man to a whole nother level. And then at first I used to be like, yeah, bro, I ain't doing all that. That's too much. Mm-mm. Like, so when you hear E say he iron, he do this, like he love his, bro, period. That's incredible. Now, e, love, wow. e loves people. He loved to talk. If Didi come to me and be like, yo, we, right after we done, let's go. Let, we need to leave. So I t- as soon as he's done, I'd be like, yo, we need to go. DD ready to go. All right, I got to go, y'all. I love that. That's stage five. Now, we talked earlier like, yo, it's a lot of us come on this show and we capping. For those of y'all that don't know what that means, you lying. Right, right, right. <laughs> you, you talking. You, I, I'm going to talk about I want to talk right now. Talking. <laughs> you talking shit, but you're not living this shit. Mm. And it's easy to talk about something to give people advice when you haven't experienced everything that's connected to it. So I'm watching E be stage five. Mm. So when he's telling me about the type of man and so forth and so on, I'm just like, yes, because I'm watching him experience it, whether she was giving him love or not. So when I started practicing it, I was like, ooh, because I'm petty. This work. You mean I'm doing this, 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 and this, and I'm going to get? So I'm like, stage five every day. Every day. But, but. 
I can't sit here and tell the women and the men, yo, y'all do this, do this, and do that, but I haven't experienced it and I ain't living it. Yeah. Stop capping. Even with the ladies. Like, if you know, if you know your man is dirty or he not what you need, tell him. Mm. Mm. And if he won't give you what you need, you have to ask yourself, why the hell I'm in this relationship? And, less, and, and I think that is, that's where the discernment gets tricky because we had a, group, a panel of brothers on here, and all married, mm-hmm. and we were talking about times they've been pushed to the brink of the edge to the point where they either considered or acted on divorce. Now, the good thing is, and it was some strong brothers, man, all of them consensually said, we are not pro-divorce. So no matter what, they're going to work through their relationship. Mm-hmm. So what I want to know, because you just told this young lady who was going through some of her relationship that she needs to leave this man. So what? That, that do, what I said. Oh, you mean the person I talked to? Yes. yes. The person you talked yes. to? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So Well, she already left him. I said, don't let blank blank come back. Gotcha. Okay. Don't let him come back. Yeah. So what, when do I know what neglect is too much and what I can repair and work through? I can't tell you that. Your therapist can't tell you that. Your heart is going to tell you that. Some women have a higher tolerance than others. Mm -hmm. They believe they love this man more than they really do. They believe that, and and look, there's no right or wrong and no good or bad. Every woman has to answer that for herself. But one thing that we know for show, for show, Mm. when she has truly had enough, it's a wrap. It's done. It's done. All of the questions that we got coming in, all of the challenges, all of the issues stem from we're in that point where I don't know if I'm really done. I don't know if it's really. mm. And watch this. I was talking to a couple. They was going through. Right. They was contemplating divorce. And it it was over some BS like communication. Right. It wasn't even like it was literally. So I said, so y'all just going to walk into court and when the judge be like, why are we here? Why are y'all getting divorced? You're not going to say he cheated on me. She cheated on me. He physically abusing me. She physically abusing me. You're going to literally say, well, he don't listen to me when I talk. Like we breaking up because of that. You ain't had a marriage in the first place. Mm. I'm sorry. I didn't say that right. No, no, no. You were married, but you weren't in relationship. Mm. Because what happens is you can never allow a situation to mean more than the relationship if you're in a relationship the marriage says that we're legally married Mm -hmm. the relationship says barring physical abuse and all those other things we're going to do what we need to do to keep this thing going so i got a question for you the panel that y'all had when all of the brothers that were at the brink was the brink because of physical abuse uh, adultery what was the cause of the brink Interestingly enough, most of the men were honest enough to say that they had a lot to do with the brink. I was going to say, it's us. Because for me, I was at the brink. I told my son one day, I was drunk in the house one day. Me and my wife was arguing. I was like, yo, pack your bags. We out. It wasn't her. It was me. I was like, wow. That's why I asked you the question. Because typically, we don't have the patience. We don't have that same level of stage five manhood that we need to have and that she has. Like, she's going to be like, I need advice, Ryan and Tashawn, can y'all answer these questions for me? But we're going to be like, I'm going to go play golf. Or I've had enough. I'm out. I'm at the brink for different reasons. None of them was probably like, my girl cheated on me. No, nah, it nah. was us. It was, yeah. It was us. So, so, so coach, this mm. thing, you know, we've heard the saying, it's cheaper to keep her. 
We's also, yeah, I you just know, said it the other day, right? right. <laughs> my <laughs> wife. I was like, yo, we ain't never breaking up because right now it is cheaper to, to keep. keep. Yeah, yeah. So we just gonna make this work. So that's the men's side of things. Yeah. You got the women's side of things, which is, hey, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to survive without this man. Are those two reasons ever good enough reasons to maintain the continue to maintain the relationship, even though you are completely unfulfilled? But that's not a relationship issue. That's an individual issue. If she say, I don't know if I can make it financially without Mm -hmm. him, Mm -hmm. what you're saying is there is a limiting belief or you have been accustomed to living a certain way financially Mm. and you need to go get a second or third job. They ain't got nothing to do with him if you're going to leave. And if he says, or I say, like I said it, it's cheaper to keep her, what that means is I can, I'm willing, me individually, I'm willing to tolerate something because money is more important than me getting out of this. Mm, it ain't the relationship deep, deep thing. Right there. It's an individual thing. It is a lack of character. You got to change your mindset. It's richer when you ditch her. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Every relationship issue that we have not, not every. I, w- I would say 90 to 95% of the problems are not relationship problems. They're individual problems. Because we ain't never been taught how to be in a relationship. Bro, you ask married people that have been married 30, 40 years. You might know some people. But you know what I ask now? I, talk, I was talking to a young lady the other day. She said, um, I asked her the question. I said, how long your mother and father been married? She said, almost 40 years. I was like, that's amazing. Wow. Then I said, how was the relationship? Like, what did you see? Were they happy? Did they give you, like, this is how I want my relationship to be? She was like, oh, hell no. (laughs) They go through everything that couples go through, right? So being married for 30 or 40 years don't mean shit. If we're not getting better individually, now we bring better, two better individuals to a relationship. Mm. So, okay, so you talk about getting better individually, which I'm on the same page with you about. Now, the thing is, you got, you know, when somebody, both men and women are experiencing emotional neglect, a lot of times they can overindulge in work or they can just find something else to focus on to kind of escape from the actual situation. So if you are in a situation of neglect, what are some things that you can proactively do for yourself while you're still actively trying to repair the relationship? Every one of us as men. So we talked about the five stages, but every one of us needs to focus on being a well-made man. A well-made man means that I am a whole man. I got to provide financially, emotionally, um, physically, mentally. I got to protect. Right. And not just protect criminals or people from coming to the crib or physically protect my wife. I have to protect her thoughts. I have to protect her from what's coming in her ear gate, mm-hmm. her eye gate. Like, I, that's what I got to do. And so what happens is if we're not being whole, then we will go after the bag and just limit pr- provision to money. Wonder mm-hmm. why? Because it's easier than trying to connect with emotions. Mm. Limit provision to money. Yeah, I agree. That is the easiest. That's the default. And then we forget about protection. Like, you ain't even thinking about protection. You're like, yo, I'm going to work. I'm making the money. And she like, but I'm just trying to spend time with you. Mm. And what happens is because we don't know how to connect and communicate with our own emotions, we pour all of our extra excess energy into money and work or porn mm-hmm. or, or weed, drugs mm-hmm. or, or shoes or, you know, things. 
but we don't pour it into the relationship. You want to know why? Because the relationship really ain't the priority. It's the things that come from or to the relationship. I got my wife on the front here because she the priority. Bro, we're going to make money. All I got to do is get up every day and go to work. You're going to make money. How much of your relationship, like with you and your wife specifically, how much of that relationship is private when you have problems? So I'm glad it's good you said that. So I let all that shit out. Okay. And my wife be like, you just going to tell everything. <laughs> Wait, let, let it out. Let, let it out. Let all that shit out. Let like, it out where? Because we know we work with couples. We talk to people. Yeah, like, I'm yeah, constantly right, having right. conversations. Bro, we're on a podcast right now. Yeah. Because most million, people don't do that, by the way. Millions of people going to see us. Yeah. I ain't got no problem saying, my, my wife said to me one day, bro, we was beefing last week <laughs> about something. And I don't even remember what it was, but I, we had a couples conversation after it. And I brought up, I brought it up and I told her, to, yo, you was being petty. Why don't you share the whole conversation? <laughs> and then I shared, let's talk about how we actually were able to work through it. So you, it needs, so bruh, like my, my bonus son said to me, my wife's son said to me one day, he said, yo, when I get into a relationship, I want it to be like what y'all got. Mm. Bro, that, I cried internally, but externally I was like, why? first of all, I know he's watching Mm-hmm. But basically what he said was, I like what y'all doing. Because I, like we air it out. I air it out. She be trying to, you know. But I like, yo, we going through this. We're going through that. We have problems here. We have problems there. I, she cussed me out the other day. She withholding it. Like, I don't got no problem with that. <laughs> Wonder why? It's helping somebody. And what better way to have a conversation about something than to be like, yo, my wife was tripping the other day. Or should I say I was tripping? Now, I will say, okay, because the way you communicate your issues, you always speak from a place of healing and action to make it better. Whereas when a lot of people talk about all the BS going on in their relationship, it's from a place of pain. It's from a place of complaint. It's from a place of resentment. So everybody ain't Coach K when they talking about the, rela- the things that's going on in their relationships. And it ends up turning into them shaming and probably even bringing embarrassment onto their relationship. Because what is not happening is you want to do relationship work before you do personal work. My personality is I I outwardly communicate, but I found out to get the results that I like to get and to solve the problems I want to solve. The more I put it out and share it and the more transparent I am, the more beneficial it is for my kids that are already married. The more beneficial it is for people that I'm connected with and talking to that are already married. Because they can, bro, we was at a couple's house last week, dinner, and we just sitting down at the table like this having conversations together. No coaching or anything like that, but having real conversation about problems in marriage. And we all talking about a couple of different things, boom, boom, boom. My wife told me the other day, the young lady at the house we was at called me like, yo, my husband said every time we get together, we always learn something when we have conversations with y'all. Dope. Why? Because I keep it 100. It ain't, bro. And here's the thing. I am going to say it. Everybody is not going to say it like Kendall says it, but most people won't say shit. And when you don't say it externally, it is suppressed. Mm-hmm. And then you go off. And my wife went off on me one day, bro went off about something, right? I'm like, I still don't remember what it was. But once we started peeling it back, she was like, you know what I'm really mad about? I was like, what? She said, remember 10 years ago when you messed up my Charles Schwab account? I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like the argument wasn't even, <laughs> I'm like, you've been holding on to that? She's like, yeah, that hurt. Mm. Because we're doing the work. 
I was like, so it was just coming up, bro. All types of stuff coming up mm. because for so many years she been suppressing. I ain't everything. saying nothing. I ain't, I don't want to talk about because if I talk about it, I'm gonna go off. Mm. So whatever gets suppressed will at a certain point erupt. So you have to learn how to communicate. But you, if you don't know how to communicate before you get in a relationship, you're doing the relationship a disservice. Like when you, you get married, people go to marriage counseling. When I went to marriage counseling twice, I've been married twice. Anybody teach me how to communicate? You know when I had to learn how to communicate? After I got married and said, I don't want to be in divorce number two. Mm. If I want to keep my wife, I got to learn how to communicate for both of us. So a lot of the challenges and the problems that people have in relationship are not relationship issues. It's your issue. You I agree with that. Watch this. You don't necessarily need for you and your husband or your dude to go to couples coaching. You need to go see a, a, a coach around self-awareness, around your EQ, emotional quotient, your, your uh, emotional intelligence. And then when you do that and learn how to express yourself without going in or being petty, to get um, to connect and communicate, that'll change the relationship. And here's the, I'm saying this, I, I'm gonna say it like this. If you're in a relationship, it's two people. If you're the other person in that relationship doesn't wanna do anything to get help for the relationship or for themselves, you have to ask yourself, am I in a relationship? Or maybe you're in a relationship with a single dude. Mm, you catch you know, that at the red light. I completely Damn. agree with that because at the end of the day, I mean, we think about because you talked about you asked uh, Coach K, how do you differentiate between, you know, what's too much neglect and or if you should stay in a relationship. But if you actually do that personal work, you're going to be very clear. If Watch you stay this, in a relationship bro. The pastor told me something when I was with my ex. He was like, ex, you got to um, you got to put in the work in order for you to actually walk away and not feel guilty. Mm. Once I started putting in the work and no I regret. went back and did all, everything that I felt like I could should do and could do to make it work. When it didn't work, I realized it didn't work because it didn't work. It wasn't because I was unwilling to work it. You can walk away at that point. People stay in shit because they feel guilty mm-hmm. or they don't feel like they got nowhere else to go mm. or they ain't going to be able to take care of themselves financially. Or I got these kids now or for us as dudes, I don't want to hurt nobody else smashing. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, and those are all and it, unhealthy reasons. And those are all personal reasons. Yeah. So now you have to ask yourself, is the relationship more important than my individual health and wellness, mental and physical? Because mental health can take you out the game physically. And then watch this. If you got kids, what am I teaching the kids? What kind of, like my sons, we, me and my oldest son can come and do this podcast and we can be so transparent because one of the things that they've seen me do is heal and become whole. And, and my, all my kids have told me the trauma that they went through and still are dealing with because of my lack of growth and development in a relationship. So we stayed in 16 years for the kids, but did more harm than good to them. Mm. Wow. And wow. I'm a product of a, my mother and father was together for 16 years. I ain't never seen them sleep in the bed together. Wow. Ever. And you know what people say? They say this all the time. They say, I I did it for the kids. Staying together for the kids. Oh, bro, I promise you. So sometimes you need to leave for the kids. Bro, we, you know why we say it? You know, I figured it out because I said it. Okay. When me and Kendall came here, I think I said it on that. 
You know why we say I'm going to stay in it for the kids? Because I'm scared to actually walk away. Mm. I'm a punk, whether you're male or female. You can sit and say, I'm going to stay for the kids. But the truth of the matter is you're scared to make a decision and walk away because, and you're using the kids. Because the truth of the matter is if you stand for the kids because you want the kids to, to, to what? To see you before you go to, before they go to sleep? <laughs> right. You ain't spending no time with see them. See you unhappy before you go to sleep. Bro, because there's tension all up in the crib. Y'all probably have never experienced this. There's tension. We ain't getting along. There ain't no sex. So you standing with the kids for what? No, I, I have as a kid. And oh, I used to yeah, think, yeah, why don't y'all that. just get a divorce? Yeah. <laughs> right? That's because, what kids think that too. No, no, no. That's not what the kids are thinking. Kids no. are thinking, why the hell are y'all going? Like, why are y'all being so petty? Like, pet kids don't want to see their parents get divorces. No, no, no. Kids, no, want, no, they, no. kids want their parents to stop being on this. No, no, no. That's it's what kids, kids want. Kids growing up in an abusive household where they know what Tarsa looks like and they know what a, a, they, they're like, yo, I'd rather not see, not see y'all together. Like, so the kids watch, will- watch this. You're not wrong and you're not wrong. But here's watch this. Both of y'all mentioned th- with the kids. Mm. The kids are kids. You're supposed to be an adult. Right. That's what decisions are you making? If you're doing it for the kids, why don't you do it for the best interest of the kids? I didn't learn this until I had to live it. Until all my kids told me that the dumb shit that I did, I did, I'll take full ownership of it, is what caused them to make the decisions that they made. So now you're in a relationship talking about, I, I want you to stay. Yeah. And you staying, but you really don't want to be there. Or you really don't want him to be there. Mm-hmm. But you don't want the kid. Oh, woman up. Pull your drawers up. Grab your nuts. <laughs> nah. I, you know what? I'm, I like that. I can I like say it because I had to go through it. Nah. I had to grab my nuts and make a decision. And then once I made a decision... Now, y'all, y'all see my kids. Yeah. You see yeah. the type of relation. They, they may not be good. I may not be good. But guess what? We're healing. Yeah. We in relationship. Healthy, whole relationships. That's what the people that we've been speaking to, that's what they want to. And men and women both in the same boat. No, they don't. <laughs> Why you say that? Bro, think about it. It's one thing. Most people want what it looks like, but they mm. don't want what it feels like. Mm. That don't just apply in business or like we talk about it like that. Yeah. Most people will let the way they feel affect the way they flow. You say you want to be whole and healthy, but your ass ain't putting in the work. Mm. You're not you're not walking away from the problem. And I'm not saying leave the relationship. If if your dude does not want to get help, that does not mean that you don't go get help. That does not mean that you don't do the work and you'll spend your time trying to fix somebody else. And we can't fix nobody. But you know who you could fix? Yes, sir. And you ain't doing that. So you're saying you want to be whole and healthy, but you're watching bullshit. No, you're right. You listening to cap from people that ain't been through through nothing instead of just being like, yo, let me go get a therapist. Let me go talk to somebody that I don't know. Let me do the work on myself. But people will come to the bride. I've been in a therapy session with a wife, both of them. Mm-hmm. And I go to therapy session because I'm sweet with my words. You probably do the same thing. We can manipulate and make it sound like we right and they wrong. And I promise you, the therapist used to always be like, well, it sounds like you got the problem. He seems to be on point. And I used to be like, 
Just like you just did. Be like, Yo, I'm good. No, Coach K, listen. We do that. I know you're a vet because that was literally what a young lady told me. She said she took her, she convinced her husband to go to therapy. He had his session first, then she had her session. She said the therapist at the end of the session said, I'll be honest with you. Your husband was the sweetest. All he he talked you up the whole entire oh. time. Before I sat with you, I thought you was the problem. Mm-hmm. That's 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 what the therapist told the wife. I thought you was the problem because your husband performed so well in that therapy session. Here's the way you that like an interview, bro. <laughs> yeah. You wanna know why? Look, yeah, I'm gonna go. Nah, we are gonna go to therapy. I used to be like, yeah, we are gonna go to therapy, and we end up she had more sessions with the therapist than me <laughs> because we missing the process, the order mm. that it needs to go in. What's the order? We don't need to go to therapy first. Together. We need to go separately. Mm. Because I'm going to say stuff to the therapist without you being around, yeah. without like it being a couple's thing, that's going to be a hundred. Because I know she ain't never going to come in. And somebody going to get fixed. And hopefully you get fixed with me. But if, if not... If you put the work in. Right. But now, here's, this is because we think alike in a lot of ways. At the end of the day, before he or she makes a decision to be like, yo, I'm done. It's a wrap. We done went to therapy. I done did everything I could to be a better man or I've done everything. No, literally not just go to check the box. I'm doing the work. I got the feelings chart and I'm doing all the things and I'm doing the work. I'm, I'm trying to be intimate and all that. And it still ain't working. At the end of the day, then you can walk away without the guilt and mm. the kids wouldn't, won't be so much of an issue. Because you both have literally done. Because in some cases, we picked wrong. We chose wrong. Like, watch this. Hurt people can't choose healthy people. Hurt people choose hurt people. That's what we got in common. We hurt. Most of us are hurting. Because how many of us saw what a great relationship looks like? I, I didn't. Not many. That's true. But you, but you, Not even many. though you don't see it, you still have the expectation that this other person needs to go fix themselves. But the reality situation is... I got one better. We have an expectation of what the relationship is supposed to be and look like. And where did we get that from? Where did the standard come from? Mm. Where did we hear it? Did we create our own? But we don't have those conversations. Because nobody at the beginning, like at the beginning of, of, think about this. Before you get married, you're in a relationship. Yo, what's your, we're going to get married. What's your definition of a man? Like, what do you expect me to be or do or what role do you expect me to play as a as your husband? Same thing for my wife. How, how are we going to raise these kids before? How are we going to raise these kids? Like, I ain't, you know, I don't want my daughter walking around no tight ass, <laughs> you know, and, and her behind. I don't want you walking around with me and my wife going through it right now because she'll put them spandex pants on. <laughs> and I give her that look like cover your ass mm. because you go out and she fighting back like ain't nothing wrong. You know, yep, I'm like, yep, nah. Yep. So I'm still dropping hints and clues fighting that battle. But it's just, you got to just be willing to continue to do the work and have the conversations. But watch this. I told her, well, when we first started mess, uh, being together, when I say something about it, you changed it. But now you won't change it. So you sold me something that you ain't keep up. Mm. I said, am I the same dude that I was when you met me for the most part? She said, yeah, you an asshole. I'm consistent. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let me tell you, Coach K, you probably saved some people today. Hopefully, yeah. With the game that you dropped. I just asked you this because I wanted, man, it's so much to talk to you about. Me and Ryan was literally going at it about what actually we're going to bring here, what conversation we're going to have today. We're going to make it organic. So I need you to 
promise me and the people something because you hinted to that conversation of manipulation. You hinted to it. Us and I think we can go some, I think we could go so deep. Oh, you mean when we go to the therapist? Not, no, no, no. You, I'm not, don't, <laughs> why are you trying to make me a manipulator? That's, you the manipulator, all right? Don't try to make me the manipulator. But I think, but that's such a good conversation. I just need you to give me your word that we can get you back right. on here to talk yeah, about bro, this. Whenever y'all want me, we here. Like, we here. We y'all hear that? Let's get it. Y'all, we got it on wax, right? It was recorded. The tape was running, baby. I know. Y'all heard it. And hey, let me say this before you, before you um, check out. This is for all of your female women listeners that are in a relationship, that are married. Let me, let, let's Good. just, let's Good. clear it. Come Good. on now. Come on. If you're married, the conversation is different than if you just coupled. Okay. Like when I talk to dudes and they going through it I, and they ain't married, I asked my son this one day, yo, is she the one? Before I give you this advice. Like, is this the long game? Like it, and if they say yes, the advice that I share is going to be different. But if you're married and you're in a committed relationship, both of you, you do everything you can to do the personal work and then the relationship work to make it work because that's what you committed to, mm. right? Barring physical, like I don't do the, I don't play that. Like if he put his hand, watch this. If she put her hands on you, because it worked both ways, they do. or you put your hands on her, before there can be a, because I heard you ask this question before, before we can reconcile, there needs to be some work, outside work, mm-hmm. because you did that because you can't control your temper, your emotion, you got a low IQ. So if you're in a relationship, do the personal work and then do the relationship work. If you are coupled up, stay with the personal work. There's no need for you to do relationship work until you actually have a relationship. Mm. There's sex ships. There's date ships, there's conversation ships. Relationships are something that you're going to commit to. You ain't got to live together, but like, yo, I'm in a committed relationship. You don't necessarily have to be married. Mm. But if you are saying, yo, I'm committed to this, then that means you do the work. But if you just like, and we know if you just smashing, stop playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Like just say, yo, I'm, I'm, we just, I can't. That'll save some time and some heartache. Uh, coach, man, I, I appreciate you. Great, man. Beyond good game. Great game. Appreciate you here for making a third visit to the show and the podcast. Record breaking to the people. visit, baby. Yes, please, you guys, listen. Y'all need to understand. I need everybody to know that we are doing a live show on Monday and Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. And we want you there. That's when we engage with you. Y'all watching the conversation is cool. But in that conversation, we answer your questions. We're going back and forth. Yeah. It's off the chain. And for my YouTube members, Ryan talked about the membership. Make sure you sign up for the membership because you can submit your topics. You can submit your issues. Request guests. And here, literally, this whole episode was for one of our members. Mm-hmm. We're going to literally craft the answers for you. We're going to find the people to get you right. So thank you so much for tuning in for another episode. Take action on what we just talked about. Thank you again, Coach. Appreciate y'all. For being here. Appreciate y'all. And listen, hardly initiated, we are out. <laughs>